Hi, everyone, and welcome back for episode 38 of the Simply Wellman Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we have got the show for you. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Please settle down. It's all enough. Right. <laughs> it's enough. Yeah, cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down right now. <laughs> the crowd is just... In fear, you know, just there's armed guards, you know, slack jawed. You know, there's like the flashing applause thing, <laughs> and then when it just says stop, the guards point the guns at the crowd, you know, bated breath. Oh, no, we don't do that. No, anyway, furnace kicking on just sounds like a it sounds like when you enter the house in phasmophobia, <laughs> doesn't it? Hey, quit playing like that, man. We're sitting in a dark room, straight up right now, candlelight. Yeah, all right. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about, uh, sort of, we're going to do our best to talk about God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've completed the game, and I'm actually, like, working on 100%ing it. That's kind of my, my personal goal. Uh! <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's over 50 hours long, and I am at, like, hour 45. That'll be fair. I've been struggling with some of, like, the side bosses and stuff, where I'm like, this... That 50-hour goal is for somebody that's better than me, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm going to be at like 80 hours before I actually beat this game. <laughs> but uh, Chris, on the other hand, is only about 10 to 12 hours into the game, you'd say? Give or take. Give and, or take. Uh, I do think it'll kind of be interesting to have like two very different like points of reference, I guess. Sure. Where like I know, like when you're like, I wonder where, the, and I can be like... <laughs> He's so off, you know what I mean? Like he's so off base or whatever it might be, right? Uh, but I will have to be cautious to not spoil anything for you. Yeah, if you do, I'd be mad because nothing's been spoiled. Thankfully. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That sounded like from Stardew Valley. <laughs> <laughs> you're walking around. Yeah. Whoa! The bullfrogs yeah. in, the, in, the, in the rain. That's what it was, dude. We've been sleeping on that game for a minute. Like, we yeah, gotta, we got that. Dude, Project Zomboid, dude. We. Let's quit our day jobs. Yeah. Dude. We need to quit our day jobs and start streaming and then yeah. continue the podcast. Yeah. Like that. Dude, if we got paid to play video games all day. <laughs> I'd crack. Dude, I, I'd cry and I'd die I, of a heart attack. At yeah. I don't think I know. I'm fucking 42. <laughs> Why? Why what? Why would you have a heart attack? <laughs> I'd just be as big as a house. <laughs> I'd be like, what's his name? Nikocado Avocado. <laughs> just gorging myself. That's the content I make is just, can I eat? <laughs> Mukbang. Can I eat the entire McDonald's <laughs> menu in 30 minutes in one sitting? <laughs> 150 McRibs down in <laughs> five minutes. Yeah. A fat guy eats a million calories in one sitting and I'm just, boy. I've got the fucking, the, the, the oxygen in my nose. Because I'm just so big, I can't breathe. But by God, I've got money. <laughs> and not enough to be, like, in a big house, but just I don't have to have a day job. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, that's that's making like, my making opinion. $40,000 a year. But I'm not long for the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for a good time. Not a long time. <laughs> I'm not long for the world. Oh, man. <laughs> What is happening? Oh, no. <laughs> it is very late. It's like 10 o'clock. We never start recording this late. No, I, just, I wanted to cram in as yeah. much God of War as I could. Yeah. So it's 10 o'clock. And, and we're, we're both grown adult men who like, <laughs> this is our bedtime. You know what I mean? Like, we've got a staunt, like, a, 11 o'clock is like, oh, I'm out. being bad boys. Yeah, you know? not me. I'm in bed. Oh. <sighs> 
But uh, no. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not going to try and spoil anything for you. That's right. Uh, before we get into God of War, we have to talk about uh, A Quiet Place Day 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dead Island 2 getting delayed. What? Yeah. Blade found its new director, and uh, there's been a high-level shakeup at Disney. Mm-hmm. So, got some news there. Um, before we get into all the main news, we do have to talk about, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but the sudden passing of Jason David Frank. I did. Yeah. Who, did. um, obviously Jason, he was most famous for portraying Tommy Oliver, who was like the original Green Ranger mm-hmm. in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in 93. Yeah. So going on 30 years, uh, of, of being that Ranger. And he was in like something, I think like they said 20 different, like variations of the Power Rangers. Oh, wow. Where, like, he'd come back as, like, a 45-year-old man and be Tommy still, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, he was 49 uh, when he passed. He actually passed away yesterday, the 20th. Um, Justine Hunt, who is a, a representative for him, confirmed his death with the um, Hollywood Foreign Press. And there hasn't been a cause of death officially released. Uh, but in her statement, Justine Hunt did ask that the privacy of his friends and family be honored. During, as she put it, during this horrible time as we come into terms with the loss of such a wonderful human being. Because there's been some, like, TMZ speculation of the cause of death and things like that. And so it's just kind of, it's distasteful, you know. Yeah. Especially because it sounds like it might have been self-inflicted, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, that's not something that you want everybody speculating about right. on, on yeah. social media and no. things like that. So That's um, a very sensitive t- you know, subject. Yeah, especially for the, the people around him. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, so, I mean... Like, I saw somebody else point out, you know, what a terrible week for, like, 90s kids, basically. Yeah. Where you're, like, you know, you're losing a Power Ranger and Batman, you know, and, and within, like, two weeks of each other. And both suddenly, you know what I mean? You know, so it's, it is really, really unfortunate when anybody passes away, but especially somebody who's, like, you know, like, someone like him, he's always been in, like, right. kids stuff. You know what I mean? Right. It takes a certain type of person to be just a star to kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Think of like a Fred Rogers and, you know, where it's like, you know, I'm going to build a career on being a kid's, you know, hero or whatever. Right. Um, so it's really awful. And uh, again, there's just no way to transition out of Mm-mm. the like celebrity death. So. So Stranger Things season four uh, star Joseph Quinn. What? <laughs> do you know who he is? <laughs> no. By name. Uh, have you heard people on like TikTok and all that talking about like Eddie Munson? Oh, the, yeah, the rocker yeah, 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 and he yeah, plays yeah, the guitar yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, he is in talks to star alongside Lupita Nyong'o in A Quiet Place Day One. Mm-hmm. So, as the title suggests, it's a spinoff of A Quiet Place from 2018, and the story is actually being kept like really tightly under wraps. So, don't really know who they are, what they're motivating, you know, anything about. Right, right. Other than that, the name obviously suggests that it's going to be like the beginning of the alien invasion that we saw in like part two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's going to follow probably these two in the early days of all that going on. And I do think that'll be kind of cool to see like yeah, more action. Of, yeah. yeah. And uh, you could probably lean more into like um, aggressive horror, I guess, of like when there's more people making more noise. They're going to be more, a lot active. more active. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and so it's like, oh, wow, man, you know, because I mean, that that beginning scene from uh, Quiet Place Part Two is pretty intense yeah you know oh yeah i want to see him do like rated r you know what i mean let it be violent that'd be fucking cool but uh in addition to the spinoff uh, this isn't really 
um, part of this news story, but I saw it in the article that I got this from. I was like, what? There is a third A Quiet Place movie, actually, in development for 2025. So that, that, that was pretty dope, too. I do. It's a shame that John Krasinski, his character, died in the first one. Yeah, because I want to see more of him. Yeah. But, so, you know, yeah, he's maybe, good, get some more, maybe get some more flashback from him. Could be. He's he's a good director, though. Like, you yeah, know, and, and, and writer. Produ- yeah, and writing on it. Does, does he produce it as well? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I, I, forget, I, didn't, I forgot to write down what his production company is, but yeah, he produced them, directed them, and wrote them in, like, um, a handshake kind of deal with uh, Michael Bay's production company as well. Mm-hmm. So, let's see here. <clears throat> Deep Silver and Damn Buster Studios. What'd you call them? <laughs> Deep Silver? And Damn Buster Studios, that that's our jazz band name. I'm I'm Deep Silver and you're Damn Buster. <laughs> Buster, I <bet. laughs> um, <laughs> Deep Silver and Damn Buster Studios released a joint statement uh, announcing the delay of Dead Island Two from Boom. February third to April twenty eighth of twenty twenty three. So it's only a twelve week. It's a twelve week delay, three months. The statement says, honestly here, the statement says, the irony of delaying Dead Island 2 is not lost on us, and we are as disappointed as you undoubtedly are. The delay is just 12 short weeks, and development is on the final straight now. We're going to take the time we need to make sure we can launch a game we're proud for launch, proud to launch. Uh, for those of you who have been waiting for years, thank you for hanging in there with us. We're, uh, we're also we're set to get a new trailer and gameplay footage on December 6th at like a Dead Island 2 showcase. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I like that they straight up are like, yeah, no, we know. We know. Because, like, Dead on the Two's been in some stage of production and then, like, shelved and then brought back out. It first was released or announced in 2020 or 2014 yeah. at E3 and was supposed to release in 2015. Didn't ever get an official delay. It just kind of was like they never mentioned it. And then just it went away. <laughs> and then, like, 2019, it was like. I think they might be working on it again. And then I was like, no, psych, never mind. And then <laughs> now they're like, no, it's actually happening. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to make it. We just got to delay it again. And everybody's <laughs> like, no, please. <laughs> we're don't, so close. Don't do this. Yeah, and that's why they're like, no, we know. But we are legitimately working on it. Um, and it does. I mean, they never, they didn't cite like a specific reason for the delay. So I do think it's just, we need a little bit more time. Yeah. You know, which I mean, we've said it once. We've said it a thousand times on here. We'll wait. Take if the time. It, yeah. yeah. If it improves the product. I'll Fine. Wait. Oh, dude, you're not far away, or we're not far away from day before. Sons of the Forest. Uh-huh. No, we're still kind of far away from the day before. March. Is it March? Mm-hmm. I thought it got pushed to like April or May. It was in February, and then it got pushed to March. I thought it was more than a month, because they were doing a complete new engine. No, Unreal, they, mm, no I don't think so. Yeah, because they're porting everything over to Unreal Engine 5. March 1st, 2023. What was it? Oh, it was like April or May of this year, wasn't it? Or like July. Could have been. And then it got pushed all the way a whole year, almost. Yeah. No, March 1st, I, I will be taking vacation. And Sons of the Forest is in February. Fuck. Well, no, I'll, yeah, I'll play it in February, right? And we'll grind that out all, throughout the whole month. Mm-hmm. March, I'll take a vacation. Jimmy, pull that up. What's uh? What day is Sons of the Forest. I feel like for some reason, February 23rd jumps out at me, but I bet I'm, I'm wrong. <laughs> Just be February 23rd. February 23rd, 2023. Is it? Yeah. 
Holy fuck! You're you're joking? No, I swear to Dude, God, that's I'm, I'm quitting my day job. <laughs> I don't have a marketable skill. It's just I can remember some dates for some reason. So well, I'll take a vacation. Take two weeks vacation just to play that, and then I don't know why you're laughing. I didn't tell a joke, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but uh, now, so. I'm, I want to play Dead Island 2. It looks good. Did you ever play the first one? I did. I'm, I'm sure I know that we talked about it on the podcast when we talked about Dead Island 2. But. <laughs> did, did, did I tell you uh, the first time I played Dead Island? I think I told the story. Yes, you did. Okay. When you shit your pants. <laughs> yes. Yeah, in fact, I remember distinctly thinking... More of that segment was devoted to the story of you shitting your pants than to me, than to us talking about talking Dead Island. About Dead Island. Like, you know what I remember most about Dead Island? This one time I pooped my pants. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> so, pretty good game. Yeah, fun, 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 fun. A lot of memories. Blade is back up and running uh, after a whole new creative team has been assembled for the project. Yikes. So... Yang Demange, I'm going to butcher this name, Yang Demange, Demange, uh, who directed the pilot episode of HBO's horror series Lovecraft Country, okay. uh, is on board to helm the film. Okay, And Michael Starbury, who holds an Emmy nom for his writing on an episode of a show that I've never heard of called When They See Us, is on board to pen an entirely new script for the feature film. So they're basically just like starting over. Yeah. Except they've got their cast already, hopefully. Woof. That's the other thing about something like this is, uh, what if you have to reschedule people and some people can't make the schedule? Woof. <laughs> like They're flopping hard. Um, it makes me think of uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah, when they when just they, had to they, reshoot they the whole thing. They completely remade the movie, basically. And um, Paul Bettany's character was originally played by, lost the actor's name, but he was um, from The Wire. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he, he couldn't make his schedule work with the new, and so they just had to recast him. Damn. And I'm like, I wonder how that works contractually. Like, do they still have to pay him? I would think, because he did all the work. That you makes know what sense I mean? to me. Almost filmed all the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they went, yeah, we're going to do the whole thing again, <laughs> he was like, I, I can't. Yeah, like, I've got other shit to do. Yeah, I was contract for this time. Yeah. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. But, so I hope something like that doesn't happen on this one. But, because I remember that when we talked about, them losing their director, Mahershala Ali was already kind of fed up with the process. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, guy, we haven't even started yet, which I think is part of what's frustrating him. Yeah. It's like, Maybe it's, it's just, like, what the fuck's it's going just on a here? Stand still and then everything else has to wait. So, yeah. And, you know, it's already getting a bad rap. Yeah. Yeah. Bad press isn't, I mean, it's still press, <laughs> but, you know, they're talking about it. Not in a good way. Um, but no, uh, <clears throat> The, the the new team mm-hmm. putting everything together does actually put it back on track, not to make its original release date, but the new release date that they'd set, it looks like they're going to make that. Mm-hmm. But I do worry about that cram. Or like they already had a script and they're supposed to start in November yeah. filming. That's not happening now. They're rewriting it in November. Oof. What are you going to do? I guess rewrite a movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, like, imagine that Put us pressure. In there. Put us in there. Yeah, we'll get a good movie. What going was on. the? Uh, I forget what it stood for. Kevin, 
from from She Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Just well, why doesn't he just whip something up? You know what I mean? <laughs> Put you and me in there. We'll make it a masterpiece. Did I mention it on the podcast that apparently Kevin Feige and the writer of She Hulk were like, yeah, both willing to just walk quit. away. Yeah, Kevin wasn't. He was but, willing but, to fire her. Yeah, and she was willing to quit over putting a hat on the robot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where he's like, no, that's stupid. You know, it's like, it's already a robot. Like, what do you mean, guy? And that was kind of her thought. And finally, somebody was like, what if we just make it look like it's got a hat? And they're like, that might work. (laughs) All right. All right. Fine. Uh, Let's see here. Now we're getting into the more meat of the the potato here. This is the one that I wrote the most about. Okay. So. Give me that meat. the, The changing of the bobs. Has taken place. All right. right. The changing of the bobs. That train is really just uh, choo chewing, y'all. I mean, really harsh in the mellow. Yeah, really harsh in my mellow, man. No. Uh, now, there has been a changing of the do- of the bobs, instead of the dogs, of the bobs at Disney as Bob Iger replaces Bob Chapek as CEO. Mm. So, uh, for those that don't know, Bob Iger was the CEO until 2020. When Bob Chapek took over, Bob Chapek has apparently shit the bed bad enough that <laughs> Bob Iger had to come back out of retirement. I just imagine him sitting at the top of a little castle, sitting in that room with that yeah. gorgeous view and just shit in the bed. What's this? Yeah, It's Dusty Rhodes with a steel chair, you know, comes running down the ramp, you know. He's coming back. Uh, but no, the confirmation came late on Sunday the 20th. After rumblings had kind of been heard, heard about this, mm. but just kind of deemed like unrealistic. Like, that's not happening. Why would Bob Iger come back? Well, uh, and a lot of people are actually con- uh, comparing the return of Iger to the return of Steve Jobs as CEO of Apple mm-hmm. in 1997, where he got voted off the board in like 92, I think. Then he went off and he made Pixar and made Toy Story and then went back to... Actually, I don't think he had to make any movie. He made Pixar... Then went back to being at Apple. Apple. And after he went to Apple, they made Toy Story. But, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully we get some, like, <laughs> here in a few years we get the iPhone. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, 2001, he made the iPod. Touch, or the iPod. What's, uh, what's four years from the road here on Bob Iger returning, right? What do you think he's going to buy next? <laughs> right, yeah. What's his next acquisition? I mean, he did. He was assembling his infinity gauntlet yeah, of just dude. IPs. You know, yeah. he got Fox. He got fucking Marvel. He got Disney, Star Wars. Yeah, or Disney. Yeah, he got mm-hmm. Lucas Films. You know, because that's the other thing. He didn't get Star Wars. He got yeah. Lucas Films. Got the whole damn he got the franchise. Whole thing. He's got Indiana Jones under his belt. <laughs> he got that thing on him. Got that thing. Who <laughs> knew he had that dog? He had that dog in him. No, so uh, Iger was only out of CEO position for just under three years. Uh, the announcement Sunday evening caused Disney stock to jump early Monday morning by eight percent up to mm. like back up to like ninety one dollars mm-hmm. when it was taking a pretty sharp dive into like the high eighties and seemed to be going down further, which is probably part of what's where the yeah we gotta get this guy out of here. We should have bought a shit ton of Disney stock, right? Just buy it up, and Bob Iger comes back like the Messiah, and they're like, oh, thank God, and the stock's gonna be out of fucking buck ten <laughs> next week. You know, um, I lost my spot. I apologize. No, so the move comes nearly two weeks after Disney reported its lowest closing price on shares in over two years. So you're looking at. 
the lowest prices since the start of the pandemic, basically. Oof. Or like, you know, middle of the pandemic. And it's like, oh, man, that's not good. When they're like, yeah, we don't know when we're going to put out movies again. And then this is the lowest it's been since that, basically. So that's not good. Um, the board of directors released a statement that reads, we thank Bob Chapak for his, I might be mispronouncing his name, but who cares? He's Bob, old news anyways. Bob, Bob too. We thank Bob Chapek for his service to Disney over his long career, including navigating the company through the unprecedented challenges of this pandemic. Uh, the board has concluded that as Disney embarks on an increasingly complex period of industry transformation, Bob Iger is uniquely situated to lead the company through this pivotal period. Iger's uh, internal memo to all the associates said, Dear fellow employees and cast members, it is with an incredible sense of gratitude and humility, and I must admit a bit of amazement that I write to you this evening with the news that I am returning to the Walt Disney Company as Chief Executive Officer. Uh, when I look at the creative success of our teams across our studios, Disney General Entertainment, ESPN, and International, uh, the rapid growth of our streaming services, the phenomenal reimagining and rebound of our parks, the continued great work of ABC News, and so many other achievements across our businesses, I am in awe of your accomplishments, and I am excited to embark with you on many new endeavors. So, I mean, you know, it's basically it's a... A hurrah, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's nothing. doesn't really tell you anything. <laughs> it's just an email that says, don't call to come back. Don't call to come back. But <laughs> it's just, it's a link to the Spotify. <laughs> For, you know, it's not even anything. It's not even a full message. It's just, just the song. Hey, listen to the song. <laughs> don't call it a comeback. You know? <laughs> like, he's not gloating or nothing, you know? Bob Chapek's wiping his eyes. with Because apparently that's the other thing. He's wiping his eyes with dollar bills. The he They had just renewed his, like contract essentially as ceo so you know he's getting a fat severance yeah like bob chepek basically gets like the next two years off you know what i'm saying where they're like all right bobby you're out bobby's back you know yeah bob c is out bob i is in you know i mean you gotta think about how much like he'll never have how to much, work again well, and how much did they have to pay bob Iger? that's what i want to know to yeah. get him to come back you know what i mean mm. where they're like hey bob remember that job you wanted to retire from how much, how much we got to pay? Back. What, give us a number. You know, we're going to hand you this blank check. And you let us know. You, yeah. Or like, I don't remember what movie it's from, but you know, I'm going to write a 20. Or no, I'm going to write a two. And then I'm going to keep writing zeros behind it. Stop us when you're in, you know? <laughs> I was like, whoa. They just stop at $2 billion. They got they, it. They, yeah, they, <laughs> they got right. it. Dude, $2 billion. Yeah, I don't think they've I don't think they're throwing two billion at him though. No, He's not a, that. Just imagine though. Yeah. Fuck. Let me uh what was I getting ready to look up? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Bob Iger's salary. Bob Iger. Severance? No. No, no, that's Bob Chapek's. Man, let's see what his if he got a severance. Bob Chapek. Severance. It's almost like I should have done uh, research. Bob Iger in line for a new for a twenty seven million dollar payday as CEO under new Disney contract. Bob Chapek, meanwhile, is likely to receive a severance package worth at least twenty million dollars. Here's twenty million bucks. Take a week off. Fuck. Yeah, you know I mean, fuck you. Hey, you're fired. Here's twenty million dollars. Fuck you, dude. Twenty million dollars. <laughs> I'd, I'd kill a man for twenty million dollars. A family man, someone who spends yeah. time with his, you know, <laughs> time with his kids. He doesn't have to do anything wrong, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -mm. 
Sorry, it's called being hungry nowadays. Sorry about it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got that drive, you know. Yeah. It's about drive, it's about power. <laughs> Rock! Yeah. Now, what's my fucking name? All right, where were we? Talking about Bob Iger being the, the new big dog. Yeah. Um, he fired somebody, I'm pretty sure, already. <laughs> like, damn. He came back up. and he's like, all right, you're out. Yeah, hey, guy, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what's your name? Thomas, Thomas, get the Thomas. fuck out. Scoot. Thomas, get your shit and leave. <laughs> what? what? You're what I said. When I come back around the corner here, you're gone. <laughs> like, I'm going to go in my office, read some emails. I'm going to come back out. This just better be spotless. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes, sir. I want to just see if the, I can find who he fired. Because, yeah, it was, it was, I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to talk about like firing. But now that I think about it, yeah, I do. Talk about it. Do it. Do it. Just Google who did Bob Iger fire. <laughs> it was on the Hollywood Reporter, I believe. Let me just pull that up here. Jamie, pull it up. What was that? <laughs> I'm scared. Kareem Daniel to exit Disney as Bob Iger unwinds Chapek era structure. <laughs> what? What was that? I'm scared. <laughs> did she... you guys hear that? <laughs> she just fucking turns the camera off. She's like, ooh, do you think they bought it? <laughs> you know? She just farts. She looks like she's maybe 10. I mean, yeah. She's just rolling around on the floor joking and laughing. And just Do you hear to that? play off like there's a ghost, ghost in her room. <laughs> so, Iger said he would be implementing organizational, organizational and operating changes within the company over the next few weeks. And Kareem Daniel, who is a like top lieutenant for Bob Chappick, <laughs> is leaving Disney amid the executive shakeup. <laughs> so, they don't... <laughs> They don't basically come out and say that he was fired, but... He was fired. Yeah. Basically, Bob Iger stepped in and was like, yeah, sorry, you ain't part of the team, chief. Like, <laughs> you're the old Bob's guy, not this Bob. <laughs> this is a new Bob, you know? <laughs> Bob's your uncle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't my own. <laughs> you ain't right. So, yeah, a lot of shake up there. Mm-hmm. Shaking and moving. So, Right now's the time where we need to start a revolution. They're vulnerable. <laughs> Start picking them off. Topple. That's. I bet that's what the other. He's got to come in and look strong. You know, mm-hmm. the other companies are going to be licking their chops. Mm. All two of them. You know, <laughs> little pig, little pig. <laughs> Let me. I like. We're so out of touch with the series that I didn't put it in the news. But I think it's noteworthy that uh, the Walking Dead had its series finale on Sunday. Uh, how did it end? I don't know. Oh. But uh, apparently, it ended somewhat setting up the spinoff series that they're making. So. Uh. So it's not really over. Yeah. I mean, the main series is over. And then it's like, here's Daryl in France. And here's, literally, that's one of the series that's going to be Daryl in France. Daryl in France? Correct. Like the country? The country of France, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently there's been, like, (laughs) variant walkers where, like, they're starting to get, like, runners who are kind of smart. Oh. Oh, that's kind of. And apparently they so, were like in Some of them were going to have baguettes. Yeah, right. Beating them <laughs> with fucking crusty bread. Just <laughs> Instead bonk, of bonk. like growling there. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a... It's just... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then there's... Uh, it's called like Dead City is another one of them. And it's like Maggie and Negan in New York City. Mm. And so that's kind of an interesting team up. But I don't know. It's one of those where now that it's all done, I'm like, I might as well binge it and finish it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, maybe I will. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I might, I might hop Add on that Add that to our list of shit that we'll never watch. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've yep. just got an Again, pile. that's where we just need to quit our day jobs. And, and just binge watch shit for a paycheck. 
Dude, that would be... Yeah, but <laughs> it's fun to talk about and like dream about, but there's a lot between you and me and that being a reality. Yeah. But it's fun to think about. It is. It's fun to so, daydream. Now we're going to talk about... Just <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to talking about God of War. Yes. 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 That's what the people want. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> just, I shouldn't have discovered how these nah, work. Yeah, you... Like, I played with it once, and it was loud and abrupt in the middle of the first episode that we did live like this. And I was like, I'm never using those again. And then I just, on a whim, went. And we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, I'm going to kind of, I'll start with my notes, but then I'm really going to let you kind of lead us a little bit mm-hmm. only because you're early enough in the game that I'm going to go has that happened yet or not and then you're like no you know <laughs> and we're like has I'm going to throw out a fake spoiler has Zeus shown back up yet and you're like what what <laughs> like, oh sorry my bad <laughs> oops <laughs> butterfingers over here <laughs> you know so I figured uh, we'd kind of talk about gameplay story and then I just put like cool parts you know where i'm like i don't yeah i don't know just that part when Mm -hmm. you know so because we've never really talked about a video game as our main topic Mm -mm. we've talked about video games yeah but not like a single one like we're gonna talk about god of war like we talk about black panther Mm -hmm. or moon knight that that moon knight comic Mm -hmm. you know so it'll be kind of different for us especially because also we haven't finished the game as a as a as a, as a unit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, you can suck my <laughs> unit. You can suck my unit. You're supposed to be a unit, man. Suck my unit. That's a good movie. I'm a uh, dude disguised as a dude, dude just as another dude. dude. I know what dude he is. <laughs> <laughs> plays uh, so gameplay wise, I thought I think it plays very similar to 2018 mm-hmm. in a good way. Yeah, uh, like you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. The combat feels really good. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. it's challenging enough that like. The smaller encounters do feel rewarding when you defeat them. Yeah. You know? And, like, later on, I'll tell you, there was a part towards the end game, and it was just fighting, like, quote-unquote grunts. Sure. You know? But you're far enough into the game that, like, some of the grunts are enemies that at the beginning of the game were like, oh, okay, that's one of those guys. You yeah. know? And you got to, like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. You got to focus up. And then by the end, you're fighting him as just part of the horde. Jeez. You know? Fuck. But you've gotten enough skills and and whether that be skills that you've unlocked or just personal skill you know like i just i'm better at the game as i've learned so there was a part where morgan was on the couch watching me she actually was a trooper she basically sat and watched me play it Mm -hmm. passively i mean she was on her phone or or reading her books and stuff and then she'd be like oh come on baby you got this Mm -hmm. you know and uh i i rolled through a, a fight with some decent enemy types and didn't take a bit of damage and was like, I'm a fucking god, you know? And I'm like, I am the god of war, you know? Like, Dude, that felt good. It felt right, you know? Because, like, the parry mechanics and things like that, I know that you really struggle with the timing on I'm the parries. S- I suck at parries. But when you get, I was telling you about it, The one of the abilities that I have was a, a shield that when I get a perfect parry and then shield bash somebody, I get a, a burst of health. I might have to try, like, I'm that. Because, like, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, yeah. Actually, it's my next point here is that I really like the because I'm trying to talk about one of the only changes in the systems that I can talk about with you As is of right the, now, yeah, is the change in the shield system mm-hmm. where very early on you fight Thor, yes, and he damages your guardian shield, mm-hmm. which is the round one that Freya, uh, 
um, Faye gave you. And so it's kind of like, oh, what a fuck, you know? And Brock is like, well, while I work on that, you can have one of these shields, you know? And it's the... Stonewall. The Stonewall shield, and then the... I just completely lost it, but the... The, one, the Perry. Dauntless shield. Yeah. Um, and the Dauntless shield is one that I actually ran with the whole time. I never experimented. Um, I kind of told you, you do unlock other shield types that you can craft. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one of them was called... One of them starts with a V. It's like Voitant, Voitant, something. It's just a round shield. Oh, that's just the, um, that's the regular run-of-the-mill shield. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't use it. Yeah, but I'm saying that's just the normal, mm-hmm. that after Brock fixes it. Oh, 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 oh. Um, but then uh, there's one called like the, the Star something shield. Mm-hmm. And I think what it does is like as you take damage on the shield... You can, like, do a, a burst of light that, like, stuns everybody. Mm. And I was like, that's kind of neat. And then there was another one that was called, like, Onslaught Shield that lets you charge at the enemy with the shield up. Ooh. And I was like, I almost got that one, but I just so had a good flow down with the parry system. Mm. And I was like, I'm just sticking with the Dauntless Shield. Um, But I do like that they, depending on the shield you take, that would completely change your combat style. Yeah. You know? And so I'm like, oh, I might. Now like, I'm I, in the. I really don't use my shield. I I'm <laughs> trying to get good at like dodging or like running away. Like that, you've got basically a useless arm. Because yeah. Because you're like, because I'm assuming you use mostly the axe. Yeah. And you've got. I, the chains I'm better of with. Chaos. I'm better with the Leviathan. You've got the blades of chaos, but yeah. So you've got your you've got your axe in one arm, and then just a shield that you're not using on this arm. It's just it's. You know, I have the stone wall, which is just this big brute yeah. shield, um, but it's so slow and like I can't, you know, block in time, you mm-hmm, know, or mm-hmm. anything. And so I just I get I I've gotten good at dodging, dodging to the side, and then like running up behind them while they're still mid attack, and then yeah. just start beating the fuck out of them, and <laughs> and then scurry away. <laughs> well, if that's the the way you're gonna go, I'll kind of give you some tips without getting. So there's some mechanics that aren't spoilery because they're not like. Um, yeah, it's not like it, has, it doesn't really imply it's not the a story or anything sure. like that, you know. It's not like yeah, and then you get Thor's hammer, you know, and you're like, what? <gasps> yeah. Uh, so you get a I forget what they call it, like an amulet, I think, mm-hmm. and you can put like basically stones in it, and the stones give you different like perks basically or bonuses, and some of them are like there was one that I ended up using a lot that was um, I forget what exactly what it was called, but basically. I think it was maybe called like Ares Strike or something like that. But if you get a perfect dodge where like you dodge at the very last second, you get a bonus to your next hit as okay. far as damage goes. So that might be something that you look at trying to get to as we're like, if I move at the very last second, you know, and then hit him with a, a strike, that strike does bonus damage. I'm, like, I'm doing that and I'm, I'm also getting really good at like... Um evading backwards mm-hmm. and then and doing the and throwing my yeah, yeah, leviathan yeah. at them and it'll come right back yeah that that's that's come in clutch and saved me a whole lot yeah um and then uh, i can't speak too much about some of the changes they made to the skill systems or mm-hmm. combat and, but um one of the systems that you've already experienced is um basically being able to like what do they call it modify your skills yes we're like Okay, here's this skill that I use. Like you were doing the the ice rake, mm-hmm. which is where you just stab the axe head into the ground and, and then just shred and up. you shred forward towards the enemies, and it just creates like ice spikes that move towards them. Mm-hmm. Well, if you use a skill like that x number of times, you then get to modify, modify it. it. 
And so it lets you choose between what, like your elemental damage, your mm-hmm. protection, and then your stun, I think. Yeah. So. I ended up going with. Um, the protection. Yeah. Where when you're using it, you're less likely to get stunned mm-hmm. or take it, damage Interrupted. In yeah. So you're you're less likely to take damage and you're less likely to get stumbled by, a, by an enemy. So that's mm-hmm. kind of nice. And each skill kind of varies where like some of them might actually just let you slightly increase the damage of an attack. Sure. Or it's just generic. Yeah, this just does more damage. Yeah. But it does say on it, like, a minor increase to damage. And then some of the others will be, like, greatly increases your elemental damage or whatever. Yeah. But so I will tell you, like, definitely look at your um, stats on stuff and be like, oh, I do use that quite quite a bit. Yeah. You know, and do that. Because there was some where I was just like, ah, I don't know. There, there, there's a time where it does feel overwhelming because you've got, like, Atreus abilities and my abilities and mm-hmm. then this amulet that can have like nine stones in it by the end of the game right and you're like oh, I've got a, what kind of character am I trying to build here you know and like so many different types of armor you know and I went with just a suit of armor mm-hmm. where it was all the same armor type but I mean you can mix and match so I mean you do have to kind of look at your <laughs> the stats of items and yeah. decide what you want to use that's where it gets really heavy into the RPG elements it's like okay this one has better block, but it also does runic. This affects my cooldown and my luck, you know? Right. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. That's just a lot. Yeah. Um, one thing, I don't know if you're up against it yet. The puzzles kind of annoy me in this game. There's a, there's a couple puzzles that, like, I feel are just kind of unnecessary. Mm-hmm. They threw a lot in there, I feel. Um, which is fine. I don't mind. Yeah, from what I've what I've played, but kind of breaks up some of the challenge where it, you know it does avoid some of the kill all these guys, move to the next room, kill all those guys, move yeah, to the next room. Yeah, and that's kind of what I enjoy, and I yeah. understand that they're trying to break away from it. But I'm like, you could it could be something else besides a puzzle because you're yeah. in Alfheim right now, correct? And so you're getting frustrated with the light puzzles. I fucking hate them. The thing that frustrated me, honestly, about the puzzles is that for the most part they're pretty simple. To me, and you're like, what? I'm over fucking sweating. <laughs> yeah, on you're over here like, hold on, what do I, what? I don't. And so for you, you might enjoy this feature. For me, so like for me, some of the puzzles that did trip me up were some of the Nornier chests, which are the ones with the runes on it, and you have mm-hmm. to break the three runes or ring the bells or whatever it is. Have you come across the Nornier chests where you have to light the Yep, you got to take your uh, Blaze of Chaos. Yeah. So later on, and you saw me doing it. Uh, so it's not a spoiler for you. Later on, Atreus gets a different type of arrow. Arrow, yeah. Where you can like, I can't reach that with my Blades of Chaos, but I can like chain it through these runes that mm-hmm. he can shoot. That Those puzzles do end up frustrating me because there's not like a cut and dry answer. It's like, well, can I reach it from this angle with those runes? Right. And, and daisy chaining them like that? But for me, the thing that actually annoyed me about the puzzles was how quickly sometimes the companions are like giving you hints or sometimes I'm like, I didn't need a hint yet. I just needed to think, you know what I mean? And so now you've kind of taken the fun of solving a puzzle away from me. And then there's the inverse where with some of the Nornier chests, they just don't give you a hint too much. Mm -mm. And so then you're like, I really need a fucking hint here, you know? So I almost think a better way they could have done it would have been like, because I don't think you use the L3 button. Make L3 like a, you know, Atreus, what do you think? You know? Yeah. Or, you know, something to that effect where you then can ask your companion for a hint and the companion can give you a hint. Because then would, when you're like, I don't fucking know. That's actually know. really good. I don't fucking know. You can get a hint. And when I'm like, 
no, 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 I just, I'm, let me think about it. And then I can eventually go, I don't know, and get a hint. Yeah. But then the hint is on my terms and not like, well, thanks. I was almost there. Yeah. You know, that's actually not about it. That's a, cause there, there were some times where like, oh, damn, you just need to relax. <laughs> you know, Atreus, I get it. Fucking chill. He's like, fucking know it all. Father, it's up there. And you're like, dude, I was looking at it. I was putting it together. <laughs> You little, yeah, what'd you say, a little know-it-all? Yeah, you little know-it-all. Oh, you motherfucker. Wouldn't you want to know weather, boy? But yeah, so I did think it was a little uneven in the in the hint giving. And I, you know, like I said, for you, some of the puzzles might be more tricky than they were for me, which I do think is why that would have been a good solve. Mm-hmm. It's like, just let me pick when I want a hint. Because you might be going, why haven't they fucking helped me yet? Right. <laughs> you know? And I'm going, oh, damn, why are they helping me already? Uh, for the most part, none for none, uh, any of the runic chests, uh-huh. they have not helped me. No, I've uh-huh. only gotten one. No, oh really? Yeah, I got most of them. By by the end, my health bar was the only one that I actually got chonky. was the first one that you do with the blades of chaos to light them on fire. I got you. It was that first one because the first two are right there, and then the other one was just on the other side. And I was like, oh my god, yeah. And I was like, what are you? <laughs> you know, walk over there. And and you're it was gonna just like try and get all the Nornir chests you can because you'll need that health bar, baby. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have to solve some puzzles. It's going to be like when you were playing the first game and I had to go, why haven't you given yourself any skills yet? And you're like, what? And I'm like, there's a whole fucking skill tree. Dude, I, that's a, I think I'm pretty accomplished by that that fact that I made it that, that you, far yeah, into the game with handicap. just the basic. Like in golf, you're just like, <laughs> except opposite. Instead of like helping yourself, you just held yourself back. Yeah. You're like, I don't I don't know, man. I just I didn't know I could do that. I'm like, it literally... Walks you and through. I was it. like seventy five percent. Yeah, you the were game. way through the game, and you're like struggling. I'm like, why aren't you doing this or that? And you're like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, uh, press press start right now. Let me see this. And you just had it. In the it. basics. You had like eighty thousand XP, <laughs> and no skills unlocked. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, what? Well, I don't know, man. I'm like, you just been playing this game as a hack and slash, haven't you? You didn't even look, and you're like, I don't sound like that. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Story-wise, uh, and again, I can't talk too much about story, because um, really, you're just getting into the the meat. Not even. You're, you're getting <laughs> just into breaking like through the, the skin. You're like, oh, so maybe that's what we're trying to do? Mm. You know what I mean? That's mm. where you're mm. at. Mm. And there's like, the main story missions take about 30 hours to complete. If that's all you do, and you've done about 10 hours, so you're maybe a third of the way through, but you've done some side stuff, I so have. main story-wise, well, I'll actually pull it up. I had I had the list of missions up, just to give us an idea of how far you are. So you're currently in Alfheim, correct? Correct. So you are four story missions in mm-hmm. to uh, 17 story missions. I'm how many in? Four. four. Yeah. So you're roughly 20% of the way through the game. (laughs) If you only do the story missions and you need to do more than the story missions, otherwise you're going to be struggling (laughs) because you won't like when I finished the game, I had all of the skill trees maxed out. (laughs) All of my weapons were maxed out. Mods modded too. Yeah. Skills modified. My suit of armor was all nine. My shield was nine. I was like, dude, (laughs) I'm fucking, I'm ready. You're aced. I'm aced. This is it. And then it was still kind of like, oh man, I died a few times in the final moment, you know, boss fights and whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh my fuck. So you're in for it, baby. Mm -hmm. But I do also wonder if the game scales the 
the fights, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't know, man. Or if it's just like this boss fight is because there's a difficulty. There's if you're a, equipped for it, you're equipped for it. If you're not, you're not. I'll th- we'll talk about it because I, I have my two cents on it. All right. So uh, while we're talking about story here, uh, as someone who has completed the game, I will just say that I found the story very compelling and satisfying as an ending to the what they're calling the Norse saga. They were just mm-hmm. doing a two game sure. saga for this, not a trilogy like people thought. Um, it has some genuinely surprising like twists or shocking moments that are pulled off well mm-hmm. where you're like, I got to tell you, <laughs> I don't know where this is headed now. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I, this does a better job. This was a kind of, I, I thought about this while I was writing my notes and was like, damn, I think, and, and I could be too close to it since I'm still kind of enjoying it and playing it. Mm-hmm. I think this does a better job of balancing like the pieces of a game that make it a game with the narrative pieces than something like The Last of Us. Ooh. Because The Last there, of Us, there they're, are they're fantastic of... games. But they're pretty basic as far as gaminess goes. Yeah. Um, while relying really heavily on the narrative aspect. Whereas this ends up doing both really well, I feel. And there's like if you're if you are not in mid combat, there is narrative. Yeah. Yeah, while you're walking, it's they're constantly delivering you like information about the characters, their yeah. thoughts, their feelings, how they're interacting with each other. Um, you should always be listening because they're giving you something of value, mm-hmm. um, whether it be about each other or just there's little moments. You know, right. I think about in the first game when you're on the Lake of Nine in the boat and like Kratos is telling stories from his home, <laughs> but he's telling them poorly. You know, where it's like you know the tale of the rabbit and the hare, or the yeah. rabbit and the. Uh, what is it? The tortoise the, and the, the hare. tortoise and the hare. But he's just like, just chops it down to the very basic. Where he's like, there was a race between a tortoise and a hare. The tortoise won. You know, and you're like, what? How? <laughs> what? The, what? They're like, he takes out the lesson from the story and everything, and you're just like, what is he talking about? And there does end up being like, with, without spoiling anything, there Kratos is a bit more human in this one mm-hmm. than he was in the first game. Okay. Well, I say the for- the first game, the fourth game. Yeah. But um, where you're like, okay, he is, he has been humanized by accepting himself as a father and a husband and all that, you know, where the whole point of the first game was that of like, I got to be a better person, yeah. you know, is the I got to be a dad. You know, I mean, the whole, the whole, I mean, the game starts with him telling Atreus, you know, don't be sorry, be better. Yeah, boy. But then his lesson is that he needs to be better, mm-hmm. right? And that was his whole point. And they do a really good job of taking that idea in this game and then expanding on it of like, again, without, I'm trying to not spoil things for you, but there's like two themes of the game that kind of run concurrently with each other and then kind of meld together. And uh-huh. the one theme is like, can I, can you really change? Okay. There's almost an evolution. Do you remember the, when he gets the cha- the blades of chaos Yeah, and he has, um, Athena telling him, you know, you'll always be a monster. And he says, I know, you know, and you're like, oh, that's sad, you know. Well, then there's a continuation of that in this of like, but does he even have to be a monster? You know, where he'd accepted like, yes, I'm a monster, but I'm a monster of my own free will. Sure. Right. But now he's kind of questioning like, do I have to be a monster? You know, and that kind of runs concurrently with the question of like, because the, the, teaser at the end of the first game is like he sees on the wall that the giants have prophesied he will die yeah he dies and so then the concurrent question is like you know can i change and are we predestined 
Right. You know, or can we change yeah, fate? Where I'm at in the game, they are, they keep talking about, like, do you believe in prophecies? Yeah. And even Mimir's like... I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't. Sometimes they're eerily accurate, and then sometimes they're... They're like, way he says, What has he just said when I was watching play? You know, prophecies are slippery in nature. Yeah. You know? And you're like, yeah, you know, just, there's something weird about them where they're vague enough that sometimes they're like, damn, they, they nailed it. Yeah. And other times you're like, oh, I see what they meant, mm-hmm. you know? And so how much of prophecy is real and how much of it is us? You know, it's like reading your horoscope. You right. Know? Keep it vague enough that I make it true, right? And then, uh, you know, there's the idea of, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Like... Um, Odysseus? A, no, uh, Oedipus. Or Oedipus, excuse me. You know, where the everything he does to avoid killing his father and marrying his mother leads him on a path of killing his father and marrying his, his mother. mother. You know? And it's like, yeah, it all circles back, right? And so there's those questions of how fate works. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do. I think, back on my, my point of, like, The Last of Us, I think... I, I don't know if I like this better than The Last of Us or if it's just a bit more accomplished narratively the last of us is a great achievement Mm -hmm. but it leans more into like the uh, the jokes of like sony's interactive movies sure i mean whereas this is a really solid balance of like you've got to be good at the game right to get through the story yeah you know if you're going to play it on a a normal difficulty i think one of the difficulties is like just give me story i have it as balance that's yeah i think i have it on either give me balance or give me a challenge but i think i have it on give me balance yeah I'm, i'm rocking on give me balance um when I finished the game, I wanted more story, not in like a, I wasn't dissatisfied with the ending, but I uh-huh. compared it to like finishing a really good book or like ending a TV series that you were in love with where you're like, it's bittersweet that it's over because I wanted more, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so, and again, like I can't speak in any specificity, um, but what do you think of the story so far? Um, so yeah, basically if you want, I'll just, yeah, what, you know. So, I mean, you don't have to give us frame by frame, but just a rough outline of where you're at, of what's going on. Uh, so, right now, we had we picked up uh, Tyr. Tyr, the, the Norse god of war. Yeah. yeah. And um, he's, like, a big hippie. <laughs> he's pacifist, kind of a letdown. Yeah, and which... We, in, in, in context, he's a letdown. Yeah. yeah, which we got to talking about, which is kind of like... I was really disappointed, but, like, not at the game, but, like... <laughs> I really felt what Atreus and yeah. Kratos were because they were both kind of like, yeah, we got to go get this. There's this God of War is actually real. Yeah, and you know when, when they get to the on our side. when they get to the boat, yeah, and they're like pull, you know pulling the rope and you know, uh, tears like the fairy there in, yeah. in the yeah in, yeah in Svartalheim. and tears like if you're looking for a God of War like ugh, I ain't it like yeah if it means like kill me if I'm not like then just do it yeah yeah both Kratos and Atreus are just kind of looking at him like. Fuck, and that that scene in particular kills me because Kratos's eyebrows are lifted so high compared to his normal yeah. like his grunt. Yeah, like his frown. And he's he's like, just looking at him like, dude, get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You are a fucking mess right now. <laughs> but I feel like he's gonna come around. Yeah, I feel like something's gonna happen. Maybe because he was real stunned. Uh, because later he sees the 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 vision in the. Yeah. Doors, in, in, yeah, and the, the to see about giants cabinets, or yeah, whatever. That, that there's a chance of winning Ragnarok, yeah, um, but he's the one leading the army, yeah. But he's uh, like, that can't be, you know. Yeah, but I, I think I think he's gonna come back. Something's gonna happen. Um, I could, I could see Kratos dying, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know if I want him to though. So that's something that the without spoiling it, that's something that the game does very well the whole time is. 
either answer feels like uh, a possibility and a reasonable possibility. Yeah. You know, by the end of the game, neither premise would have been like a, oh, man, they really had to stretch to keep him alive, or they really had to mm-hmm. stretch to kill him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, I mean, yeah. If he if he dies here, cool. If he survives, all right, cool. You know. Yeah. Um, but then, so like the story, everything I've been playing, it you know, it does a really nice job connecting everything uh, to the prior game of like mm-hmm. all the nine realms, everything yep. like that. Um, so I'm thoroughly enjoying it. You know, you know, seeing where it leads to because right now we yep. talk to um, uh, Freya. Yeah, as Atreus. As Atreus, and we snuck out, which I fucking love. Yeah, that's loved. another thing, yeah. And I, like I told you, I didn't put it in my notes, but you, this game lets you play as Atreus a and fair bit, actually. I, I'm killing it as yeah. Atreus. I'm really good with the bow, and then just the, the melee combat that uh-huh. he gives. I'm I'm good at doing those combos. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but you got Have you the skill that he's got where uh, he sweeps uh, someone? I, he, no. You said you were already unlocking only, his skills. The only skill I unlocked for him was uh, the high ground, where you start a combo, and then you uh, do heavy attacks at the end, and like each heavy attack, you jump up a little more, and then oh, for the okay. final one, you like jump up and spin, and you know, come around and smack him on the back of the head, yeah. and just he eats it. I don't think I ever used that one. <laughs> I use that one a lot, yeah. but that's just because it's a lot of like L one R one, just back yeah, and yeah, forth. And I'm a big, them, yeah. I'm a big button, button masher. masher, so it yeah. fits perfect. Yeah, and it it deals a, a good amount of damage. Yeah, but yeah, going to Freya, and <laughs> yeah, you're wearing the arrow that you killed her son with. <laughs> yeah, and he was just like, I better tuck this in yeah. right at the end, and then it's the first thing she finds. Yeah, what's the, what plant is it? It is mistletoe. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, she basically says, like, I'm not going to help you. But she's yeah. very shocked to hear that Tyr's still alive. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, well, I, that's the one thing that was spoiled for me, is I do know that she comes back and helps Kratos. Yeah. You know, it's a case of, you know, your enemy is my enemy. Yeah, it's like, um, uh, yeah. But that's, like, that is uh, all I know. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't want to know. There is some cooperation. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want to. That's all I want to have to know. That's all I know. Yeah. Um. But then, like, the chemistry between... Or are we jumping to chemistry? That was... Sure. Yeah. That, that's my final thoughts on the story just so yeah. far. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The only other thing I've got is moments. So, I mean, yeah, we can talk about character and chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the relationship between Kratos and uh, Atreus. I wrote that, except I also included Mimir in there. Oh, yeah. The They're like a family. The yeah. They're like a family. I said... I, I, I literally wrote... Um, Mimir's like the mom. I said he's like the uncle, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, it's literally the setup of like, Kratos is an ill-equipped father. His wife, who did most of the caretaking, is dead. Mm-hmm. And now he just fucking needs someone who can help him. And that's Mimir. Get his shit together, you know? And that's Mimir. And, um, yeah, and I do like the dynamic between the three of them of like, yeah. <laughs> you know, Mimir kind of being a confidant for both of them. Yeah. You know? I like how they just kind of kept him around. Like, they could have put him back <laughs> and, and just let him have his... Ahead. Yeah, and then, There's like... There's so many awkward... Like, when he, when Kratos first walks into the cabin, and he's, like, reading a book, and he's got a spoon in his mouth, and he <laughs> flipped the pages. You know? It's like, yeah. poor guy. He's just trying to figure out how to make it work. Um, But, yeah, the relationship between... Uh, 
Atreus and Kratos mm-hmm. uh, alone, more like of the combat sense yeah. of like, you know, doing the combos that you're able to do and like yeah. something that Atreus does that like comes in clutch. And I'm not sure if there's something specific you got to hit for it or if it's just something that he'll do from time to time. I think it's just time. contextual. Is like he'll get up and like put his bow on their neck and like yeah. hold them back yeah. so you can you can really just yeah yeah. Now as you unlock skills, there are times where like you can press like square I think mm-hmm. to like you know basically it's almost like take the shot. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It, I know you can in, shoot in them. Combat. Like mm-hmm. I think one of the abilities is like if you knock somebody down, you can press a button and a trace mm. will like finish them basically for you, Ooh. which is handy. Yeah, that that would be really nice. <laughs> like, you know, finally knock this guy down. He just. <laughs> Takes him down for you, and you're like, thank you, God. You know? Boy. Boy. Yeah. That's another little subtle thing. He doesn't call he him doesn't, boy. It's Atreus. It's Atreus, yeah, mm-hmm. which is good. But, um, as well as I, I like... So, I'm at the part of the game where Mimir is talking to Kratos when they first get here, mm-hmm. back to um, Brock and Sindri's house. house. In the Realm Between Realms? How neat yeah. is that? I like that a lot, especially because it's, like, exclusively hidden. Like, not yeah. even Odin knows where they are. Yeah. So, it's like a... Yeah. You know, like, they can rest nice. easy. Rest yeah. easy. Um, but, you know, they get Tyr back and, you know, uh, Mimir is like... Well, <laughs> What do you think? Yeah, this guy or no, ain't solid. Or no, Kratos asks Mimir, like, what do you think? Because yeah. he's like, I, I can't I, even I read know. this guy. Yeah. And um, he talks about it. He's like, I'm not, it's not Atreus I'm worried about. It's Tyr. Yeah. You know, and then Mimir goes on to say, like, let him make his mistakes, you know, but yeah. I think Tyr's a mistake. Like, yeah. I think it's good to see him and everything, but like, this yeah. is not This it. guy's dead weight right now. Yeah. And so. Yeah, right? Yeah. I swear to God, I thought there were footsteps right behind me. It's, it felt like it. No, 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 not you. It like it, I, because I can tell when it's like this, the material on the bottom of your shoe. I'm not wearing shoes. Yes, you are. You're in your slippers. Yeah, but I just took them off. These are my, my feet. Feet. Do you not fucking believe me? Got my dogs out. That's probably what spooked you was like the change in. Could be. Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just like the chemistry between all of them. You see a lot more in- interactive and like mm-hmm. in-depth lore. Yeah. Which is nice. Nice to see. There we go. Uh, yeah, so as far as moments go, I just said, first of all, the meeting between Thor, Odin... Kratos and Atreus there at the beginning yeah. was tense. Yeah. Where, you know, it's the shot from the, the little sneak ending at the in the first game mm-hmm. where you, when you go home and go to bed, you dream of, who are you? You see the hammer. The hammer. Yeah, and you're like, oh, my God, that's the fucking door. It's fucking you know, door. And that's it. You know, and you kind of wake up and you're like, oh, weird fucking dream, you know. <laughs> and uh, Atreus is like, yeah, me too, you know. <laughs> and then it, it wasn't a dream. It was a premonition. Mm-hmm. Right? Well... Uh, which apparently is a trait of giants. So, mm. you know, kind of tie it all together. So he actually has visions of the future. That's how they prophesy stuff. But fucking, yeah, Thor rolls up and is just like, could I come in? You know? Yeah. Uh, and and he's basically towering like, yeah, over Kratos. Yeah, he's half giant and it shows. You know, and Kratos is basically like, you know, I'm not very good company. <laughs> you know, and Thor is something to the effect of basically like, you know, you'll come around. Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, basically, yeah, I'm coming in, you know. I brought mead. <laughs> and so he just, you know, Kratos like, to Atreus, and Atreus like, 
goes, goes inside, and hides from a mirror. Hides from a mirror and like makes a table up real quick for him. And comes in and just they sit down and to see them like face off and like kind of basically measuring dicks. Yeah. You know, where Thor like sets Mjolnir down on the table and Kratos sets the Leviathan <laughs> axe down on the table and they're both real broad stances, you mm-hmm. know. And I do like the, real hardcore man splitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, man spreading. Man spreading. Yeah. <laughs> they both got their crotches out and just <laughs> looking at each other. And then Atreus comes in with two cups. Two cups. He's kind of shaking. He's like, here you go, guys. You know? And, like, no words are being traded Mm -mm. until uh, Thor goes to offer his drink to Atreus. Because I don't know if you got that. He's not drinking. Who? Thor. He smells it and is basically like, oh, fuck, you know? And then he goes to give Atreus the cup. And that's when Kratos grabs his hand. He goes, well, I wish you had told me before I poured two cups. Oh, why isn't he drinking? I don't know, right? But then Odin comes, comes in and in, he just drinks them both. Drink takes drinks from both of them and tells Thor, "You're no fun anymore," you know. So like, Thor's trying to quit drinking. <laughs> He's an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. That's a very human trait to give Thor. That is is like I'm trying to better myself, and there's that concept of like, can I be better? You know. Hmm. But yeah, he's trying not to drink, and fucking Odin's just like. Pussy, you, you used to be fun. <laughs> Made you look pussy fart. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He's like, you, you're not as fun anymore. Yeah, and you're like, thanks, Dad. You know, <laughs> Dad, what, of a, the year. what a fucking sport. But that, no, that line that you and I both like, where Thor asks him, you know, you seem like a calm and reasonable person. Oh, yeah. Are you a calm and reasonable person? And he's like, when the moment calls for calm, and he goes, yeah. The moment calls for calm, yeah. And then Odin fucking, you know, mm-hmm. and Odin comes in and is basically like, look, you killed his sons. We'll call that assault defense. They were useless anyways. Mm-hmm. And Thor's just fucking sitting there, you know? And again, it's that thing. Of do like, you think Odin's that's a prick? Do you think it's a matter of like Thor was a big alcoholic and they got neglected? That's why they're useless and little shits. And maybe that's why he's quitting to drink is because he's like, I, I need to be better. Yeah, I got to be better. Right. And, uh, and again, yeah, like I said, there's that ongoing theme of like trying to be better, you know. Ooh, and it is interesting yeah. to see, like, even Thor is maybe in a trying spot where he's to be better, want to be better, you know, a better father, maybe, you know. Mm. And he's got a pretty shitty father. Kratos <laughs> obviously had a pretty shitty father with Zeus, yeah, and is struggling to be a better father to Atreus, you know. And uh, and so yeah, you know, Odin comes in the end. It's like we'll call that a wash, but. Um, oh God, Balder, <laughs> he was useful. Yeah. yeah, that one hurt. So we're gonna have to work some payment out, you know. Road payment. Yeah, and, and you know, Kratos is like, "What do you want?" And he tells him, "He's like, peace. How about peace? You know, you guys uh, leave us alone. Atreus quits looking for Tear, and uh, we'll call it even. How about that?" Yeah. And Kratos, and Kratos is kind like, of kinks on it for a while, and he's like, nah. "No." <laughs> And Odin's like, all right. And he, that's when he, as he leaves the house, he just tells Thor, don't take too long. Or don't take all day. Yeah. You know? And Thor's like, about time. And, Snaps and, and calls just Mjolnir. Just blows yeets, him through the roof. Throws, <laughs> throws Mjolnir into his chin and just... Kratos is just on a jet plane. You Dude, know? Yeah, and it looks like he's hitting space. Yeah, he's going Mach 2. And, <laughs> and yeah, fucking Thor whoops your ass. Hard. Literally kills you. The game brings... gives you the you died screen. Yeah. And then he goes, you know, 
you know, well, I don't want to say I'm done. Yeah, and then you know, you shocks you to life. Defibrillates, yeah, defibrillates you, you yeah. with Mjolnir. And you're like, what the Jesus fuck? Christ. Like, he- yeah. And the whole fight, the whole point of the fight was him trying to get Kratos mad. Because mm-hmm. he finally, like, gets Kratos in a chokehold, basically, and is like, you know, Odin's alone with your son. You know, he's got yeah. plans for your boy. And fucking Kratos headbutts him. D- socks someone and is just, just starts screaming, screaming mad just and he literally primal. knocks out a tooth you know Thor's like <laughs> there he is he pulls yeah. out a tooth and throws it and he's like there's the god of war D- and you're like oh fuck oh my god oh my god, oh, god. Yeah. that's such a hot scene yeah but uh I, I like the voice of Thor yeah. like it didn't um so I didn't watch it but apparently he is Opie from Sons of Anarchy, for uh-uh. people that, that know that show. Uh, Atreus can just shapeshift into animals, or at least a bear. Yeah, but not intentionally. Not on purpose. Yeah. yeah. But it's an ability he has. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's a, maybe an ability that he can hone, right? We're like... That'd be, that'd be cool. When he gets mad, he just turns into a fucking bear and kills another bear. Like... And then almost he, like, gets into a hard fight with Kratos. Kratos almost kills him. And was like, Jesus, that's Atreus, <laughs> you know. And uh, he gutted that bear, though. Yeah, and that was kind of fucked up, wasn't it? When you're on your way back, he's like, "What is this? What and, happened?" And there's just a dead bear yeah. with her cubs. Oh yeah. And Atreus is like, "What can we do?" And Chris is like, "Nothing. Like, Nothing. What do you want us to fucking do? They're bears. You know, nature will take its course." And he's like, oh. "Yeah." And like you know, Atreus tries to go comfort the bears. Yeah, and they're, they're growling because yeah. you know, it's you know they're na- they're they're animals, you know. It's like consequences of your actions. He's like, yeah, that, yeah, that hard. was sad. That was fucked up. His fucking friend we were dying. Oh my! I I was tearing up. I was getting choked up. Yeah, when he holds his dog and mm-hmm. basically tells him it's okay, you can go now. I was like, <laughs> I literally held my first dog while he was put down, and I was like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I was playing it, and my dog, you know, he wasn't yeah. he wasn't hanging out with me, yeah. but the way that the dog acts is somewhat similar to like when my dog, um, when he's being like cuddly and stuff. Yeah, wants to lay on you. And I was just like, <laughs> that's how my dog is. <laughs> that's my homie. I would miss my dog. Um, Faye coming to Kratos in his dreams. Yeah, we get to see Faye and yeah. she's like, and it's Deborah Ann Wolf yeah. from yeah. Daredevil. Karen Page. Yeah. Um, who she apparently fits. just hasn't been getting work. Since Daredevil, for some reason. Really? Yeah. What? So I was really excited to see her. Good, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I haven't seen her in anything else, so. But it is interesting to see, like, how, like, soft and caring and mm-hmm. sweet she is. And it's like, what about about Kratos did she see? You know what I mean? That, like, that made them a pair you know. Apparently, she's a better fisher than Kratos. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I know we found again yeah. that thing that you know uh, Atreus and Kratos were talking about was like, I take you know what you always fishing. Yeah. No. No. Your mother was a far better fisher than, than me. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and there are yeah, there's just a lot more like fatherly moments. Yeah. And, and it's good to see. And I do like him basically confiding in in Mimir, where he's like. And Mamir says something to the effect where he's like, I know you're trying, brother. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, but, you know, he's basically like, but Jesus, dude, you gotta, you gotta lighten up. You know, I can see you're trying, but good golly. Um, kind of wrapping up here because we have been going for a bit. Sure. Um, 
you do this isn't a spoiler because it's in like the pre-release press mm-hmm. and stuff but you do travel to all nine of the realms mm-hmm. in the game which is not a spoiler but um all of the realms that you go to i think do a good job of being distinct mm-hmm. we're like Svartalheim. um is obviously a big contrast to Midgard because mm-hmm. Midgard is in Fimble Winter and it's just right. a cold, desolate landscape. And then, you know, Svartalheim is like humid, you know? Yeah, it's got the it's gaseous. Kind of green and, and muggy mm-hmm. and you it know, makes so it's almost very... swampy. When I first, because that's the second place you go to, right? Yeah, it's the Dwarven oh, homeworld. I thought it was almost tropical because when you get in there, you see the birds flying yeah. past. Yeah, it is a little tropical. Uh, yeah. And, and so that's kind of nice. It almost reminds me of like, a pirate um, yeah. cove. Yeah, I can't think of the one in in the Bahamas or in the Caribbean. Um, I don't know. I think of it when we stop recording. But um, coastal highway. No. <laughs> uh, and then, so like, you're in Alfheim. Mm-hmm. You're not to don't, the open world section of Alfheim yet. Don't like Alfheim. You don't like fighting the dark elves because they require some some ability shut up other than button mashing shut up and the puzzles have stumped you so far shut up <laughs> it takes thought and strategy not slamming a button down <laughs> and you're like i don't like it <laughs> we might just need to put you over onto the give me story mode no, so you can just play no. it like, i like it game <laughs> i will finish this game in balance i like good game balanced as uh, all things should be. be but no uh th- there are other realms that you go to that are yeah. like you go to all the realms, but some of them are like the the main realms that you travel in. Right. And they have big open world sections in them. Mm-hmm. And they all do a good job of like, I I rarely found myself being like, I just want to get on with the story. Yeah. You know I mean, where I was like, I really had to tell myself to keep playing the story. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, I'm enjoying all the side stuff yeah. here. And like, I'm a completionist and there is enough narrative like we talked about through just traveling as you're talking and things like that, mm-hmm. that I was like. I'm I'm cool with all this. Yeah. Um, the game ends up, yeah, with the two major themes like I talked about. Um, yeah, I think I've talked on all my notes that I can. Yeah. Um, thoughts so far on the game? Um, Just in general. As far as, like, combat, I'm really big on uh, some of the new combos that they added. Mm-hmm. Um, just, uh, like you were saying, great gameplay. Nothing was wrong with, you know, uh, the prior game. Yeah. So, like, you know, keep that going. It was really good. Um, I do want to see, cause we hit a point where, um, Sindri was talking to Atreus about Brock, which we oh, yeah, yeah, were yeah, just yeah. talking about yeah, earlier yeah. about how he went to the land of the souls. Yeah, apparently Brock died. Oh, yeah. Something happened. Brock died. And, um, Sindri went back went and went to Alfheim to go to the, what is it? The, the Lake of Souls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, gets three fourths of. Yeah, apparently your soul is split into four parts. Yeah, but I don't remember what they all mean. But he couldn't, he couldn't get all four. And like, I want that doesn't sound like Sindri at all. Yeah, because he's he's kind of a he's, coward. Yeah, he's very cowardly. Mm-hmm. So like, that's like a. Yeah, he went through all that to get save his, brother his brother back, and I kind of want to. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that there's a flashback, maybe, or we go back and get the last piece. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me nothing. Um, but other than that, no, like I, I really like it. Um, I'm excited. I mean, when we get off, I'm probably gonna play it for maybe an hour. I, I don't know. It's getting kind of late, but I do want to play Pokemon as well because yeah. Pokemon Violet is pretty good so far. No. Uh, no. So I talked about it with you. If we have a slow week in the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. 
and you've finished the game, mm. I do want to maybe do a mini sode. Yeah. Or we'll, just, we'll definitely be doing the mini. I could see a mini sode. I happening. want to talk about everything because yeah. there's so much more yeah. to talk about. That, that, that's definitely going to happen. Yeah, because like, yeah, we got to get you in there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's everything about God of War, Chris. Uh, you got a cryptid there for me. Welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. <laughs> Settle down, please. Please. That's enough. That's enough. Enough. This week, we're going to be talking about the Bermuda Blob. <laughs> <laughs> the Bermuda Blob. That was my nickname on, on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> straighten the fuck up. <laughs> the Bermuda Blob um, was, you know, exactly how it sounds. It's just a blob that washed up on Bermuda twice on two yep. separate occasions. The first one uh, was in 1988, and then the second one was in 1997. Okay. So fairly, you know, frequent. Um, the description of the blobs, uh, and you know, quoted by a gentleman named Teddy Tucker, who was the one who discovered it in 1988. Uh, what are you laughing about, Tucker? I barely know her. <laughs> uh, um, I did. I was. You said Tucker, and I was like, barely know her. <laughs> just, I was like, I can't. Um, but Tucker described the blob as to be like two and a half to three feet thick and it looked like a disformed uh, star like a disfigured sea star in quotations as he called it Um, but when you know says they found him it says that it looked like um, they never did do like a a scientific study on it but this is just all (laughs) like weird and threw it back yeah but they wrote a journal about it but they said you know they didn't their assumption of whatever that was was dead but it just looked like tissue Except it moved. It kept like... Yeah, it was still. And so, legend has it that, you know, one of the biggest reasons of why things go missing in, like, the Bermuda Triangle area is because it has to do with one of these as well as, like, an amountless uh, amount of creatures. Yeah. Um, You know, that they're just going and taking ships, taking planes, anything that's flying over. Mm -hmm. But so, I don't know. It's pretty vague, but I thought of, like, a pretty... Fucking serious. <laughs> Goddamn racist paces. <laughs> Nondescript peanut butter candy. Nondescript. But I think of like I think it'd be pretty interesting to think of like the blobs forming together, right? Mm-hmm. And then like slowly taking over the ship, right? Yeah, and like they you know, it in. they wrap it from both sides and like slowly just like you know tackle onto each other, connect, and then yeah. sink the ship like down communism. with it. Bingo. Um, but no, I thought that was really interesting. It was just you know. Um, just something they found, man, and I just put a little spin on it. A little fun spin. Put, put a little boogie in the tissue, you know? <laughs> make yeah, it dance. Yeah, how do you make a tissue dance? You put a little, put a little boogie, boogie in, in it. it. <laughs> but no, it was something small, but I thought it was something cool, and I want to... It got me inspired to know more about Bermuda. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll do next week. Just I want to... Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, I might start talking about that, because... It'd be interesting to learn more about like creatures that are in the Bermuda. Yeah. That could be causing ships to sink, yeah. paranormal activity, anything like that, haunted shipwrecks. Those movies were just okay. Huh? Those movies were just okay. What? Paranormal activity. Yeah. First one was kind of spooky a little bit. It was good. I liked the first one, but anything after it that. It got pretty out of hand pretty quick. Um, also, 
I didn't like the Blair Witch Project. You had to be there. Hmm? You had to be there. Like I was there, though. No, you weren't. For the Blair Witch Project? Yeah. When did it come out? Like, 98. I might be thinking of the remake, then. Maybe. Yeah. And so when the remake came out, that that's the only one I've seen. Oh, like, you were like, I was there. Yeah, I was like, I was <laughs> I know your fucking birthday, dude. No, you weren't. <laughs> you weren't even in your daddy's sack yet. No. Not even. But... No, I, I don't know. Blair Witch Project's pretty mid. The remake, yeah. at least. But maybe I should watch uh, the first yeah. one. But, Found uh, footage horror is because of the original. I got your original right here. Original chicken sandwich? Oh. The long one from Burger King? Uh-uh. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, no, I'm not a sponsor. That spicy royal chicken has a grasp on me. Oh, doesn't it? Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm a different man because of it. <laughs> like every Kip's got me in a chokehold. <laughs> every every Saturday, Morgan and I are like, "What are we doing for lunch today?" <laughs> spicy chicken sandwich. You want a spicy chicken sandwich from Burger King? <laughs> I'm like, ah, I could probably fuck on one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go through and we're sitting like, we're like we're damn near to a point where we can just go. You know why we're here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Run the reg. You know, and like add pickle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You already know. But um. Uh, uh, but uh, what you been thinking about? Well, no. <laughs> I've been thinking about uh, Rhett and Link a lot. Yeah. Like, we've been on, like, a Rhett and Link renaissance. Mm-hmm. Not that mm-hmm. they ever went away, but they went away from me. Yeah, you it, know? It kind of, I'm in the same boat. But, like, I've been watching. Like, when, when Morgan and I are, like, like especially when we've been playing God of War, mm-hmm. when it's, like, God of War... <laughs> Now it's time for a meal break. You know, we gotta pl- gotta eat lunch, gotta eat dinner, whatever it is. Put on Rhett and Link. Watch Rhett and Link. Might have it down to science of like, I can eat this in a video. Mm-hmm. You know, videos over, and it's like back at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got to tell that. So last Saturday, when I first was playing God of War, I took Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, and just played. Still didn't beat it. I beat it this weekend. Mm-hmm. But last Saturday, Morgan and I fell asleep on the couches down here. <laughs> and like literally, I played it. At some point, paused it. And I don't know if like I was getting beaten by a boss repeatedly. And I was like, I, I got take to a take a break. break. Yeah, I got to pause it and like scroll on my phone or something. But I ended up falling asleep on the other couch. Wake up at like 8.30 in the morning. You know, So I fell asleep somewhere in like the 2 to 3 o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. Woke up at 8.30-ish. And look at Morgan and I'm like... Oh, and she's waking up too. And she's like, oh, "We slept down here all night." And I was like, "Oh my god, yeah." I want to look over at the coffee table and the PS5 controller sitting there, <laughs> and I, I went, "Well," <laughs> reached out and pushed the PlayStation button and just beep and powers up. And she goes, <laughs> "Back at it," <laughs> and I literally just went back to playing God of War, and Jesus. we could not stop giggling about playing God of War into the wee hours of the morning and just <laughs> fall asleep, waking up and be like, "Well." More God of War to play, you know, and just go. It was literally like a job, just well, back at it, back at it. But no, Good Mythical Morning, uh, yeah, we've been watching a lot of that, like their yeah. gut checks and mm-hmm. all that. Um, not not sponsored by no. by Rhett and Link, no. but they're just you know, they've been doing it for going on 20 years now. Yeah, their first video was t- 2006. Jesus, yeah, they've been doing this shit 16 years. Can you believe that? Uh, but also, I want to plug another pod. Uh, of of theirs, ear biscuits. Oh yeah, I've been listening to it a lot. It's really good. Yeah, it's kind of like they've been doing a lot more. Like they almost feel a little bit more sincere or real because like they'll swear, right? You know, 
Um, and they're just talking about like their life outside of like whatever their production is. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Your laptop die on you? No, just the light went off. Oh, okay. Oh, there you are. <laughs> now I can see you. There's a beautiful face, a mustache. Beautiful bushy brows. Beautiful bushy brows. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, I get complimented on my mustache all the time. Yeah, you I should. get told by everybody that I should keep it, and I think yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. I, I think I'm just going to keep it. finally come this. around to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing that I wanted to recommend out of like the Retinolinkiverse is James and the Shame, which is Rhett's stage name as a musician. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I finally sat like listened to that album mm-hmm. and under the context of knowing that that album's pretty much about his uh, him him coming to terms with because they were both like devoutly religious young men. They were like yeah. missionaries and like hardcore. I'm going to come convert you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've both since uh, basically lost that religion. I don't want to say lost that religion, but come to terms that they don't believe that anymore. Yeah. Right? And his whole album, uh, Human Overboard, is about that. And so, like, I know that Believe Me was kind of popular on TikTok for a little bit, at mm-hmm. least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, like, his first single off of it. But they're all really good songs. And um, uh, this morning, I actually listened to an episode of Earbiscus mm-hmm. that was literally, like, their listening party for him, mm-hmm. where they played a little bit of each song, and then he kind of got to talk about, like, what it was about. Sure. And, um, the, yeah, there's some really good stuff in there. And, like, if that's something, you know, that somebody's interested in in hearing about as far as like hearing somebody sing about losing religion you know or or converting out of christianity um that's a good album um it's a very personal like he even kind of talked about the idea of like (laughs) i'm singing this because it's some stuff that i can't say sure you know it's hard for me to to say it so i'll sing it yeah you know and so yeah that's kind of it's actually a really really good album Hmm. but what about you what you've been thinking about um, I kind of had a, a roller coaster the past few days. Yeah. I fucking went to Best Buy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, to yeah. open up uh, just a credit card because, you know, I'm, I'm a young guy. I'm still yeah, kind of working on credit, Right. Yeah. And so I just went, went over to Best Buy, opened up a credit card, and I ended up buying the... I, I have a Switch Lite, but I pre-ordered the new Pokemon because I was getting yeah. kind of excited for it. Yeah. But then I went ahead, picked up the pre-order, and just bought a Switch. And I was yeah. like, great, you know, I'll make payments on it. It's fine. And so I left with the switch, and then I on uh, Friday yeah, I went, went to go to pick, pick it up. up pick it up. Um, as I was waiting in line, the the lady you know she was like, "All right, let me go grab." And she went back to grab, and the guy came out and set down like three boxes, and you know it was just digital copy PS Five. I was like, "What the fuck?" But it's you know you got the disc edition, didn't you? Well, yeah, but the thing is, is they only sell out like three or four. They didn't set out too many. Yeah, but they were all digital copies, and I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want a digital copy. I wanted a disc copy, but then they sent out one more, and it was disc. And it was a disc, and I asked her. I said, you know, "I said, excuse me, like how much? How much is that PS Five? Because it also had the God of War. Because it, it was the it? God of War exclusive. And yeah. she goes, "Well, you know, it's God of War exclusive. It's going to be a little more expensive." I said, "How much it's is the it? game as well? Yeah. yeah." And she was like, "It's about like five fifty. and I was like. That's a you stupid deal. You literally had, called, called me at my big boy job. Yeah, I called you because I was like, and I, I answered, didn't I? Yeah, you did. It rang like what three times, mm-hmm. and I was like, I had to step away from like people. But I'm like, if Chris is calling me, he he needs me. Yeah, you know? I was like, I need. I was like, dude, I'm You're not like dead ass because I was like, I just opened up this credit card, right? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I should like you know. Yeah, is that is that a stupid move? And you were like, no, no buy it, buy it. 
you've got the 12 months, 0% APR. Yep. Like, yep. Yeah. Pay it off in 12 months, pay no interest, close mm-hmm. the card, you mm-hmm. know, or don't close it, but just run a no balance on yeah. it. And so, like, I've been just hopping back and forth on plan <laughs> switch. I've been really rocking on Animal Crossing on my TV as like a cool down game because yeah. it's just so relaxing. Yeah. And then I've been kind of playing on Pokemon, but I've been mainly focusing on God of War. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm pretty. I'm gonna be pretty busy for the next yeah. for the rest of the year. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, to... you know, my cool down game was mm-hmm. sleeping. Nah, <laughs> back at it. <laughs> back at it. But and no, so I gotta unwind with Animal Crossing. No, I just like playing. It's a fun yeah, little no, game. I'm just fucking with you. Did you them toes click? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Your toes were clicking, but um, yeah, I got I got some ground to work on. Yeah. For the next while until yeah. February, yeah. essentially, yeah. when uh, Sons of the Forest come out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I'll, we'll have to burn that until maybe halfway through March or maybe the beginning of March. And then I'm going to play the day before, <laughs> and that's just going to consume Hopefully. me. Hopefully. Stop. Stop. It's I, been, I, they've I, been kind of quiet. I, yeah. I keep checking on updates, I, and they've been kind of quiet. So that means either. They're, they're really full steam in it, and they're like, you know what? We're just going to push it, and you know, yeah. right now it's crunch time. Yeah. Or... I bet it's flop. Stop. <laughs> I saw ah. videos come up on YouTube as recommendations, and one was like, why not to trust the, you know, the day before? And I was like, boo. <laughs> I'm going to get it regardless. Yeah, I know you are. I'll gonna... let you get it, and then tell me. Yeah. But um, that's, that's really... A, not all I've been thinking about. Yeah, it's been over. It's it's been very overwhelming mm-hmm. with you know everything going on. Setting because setting both of those things up took forever. Yeah, I uh, had to help you with the PlayStation. I know I did think it was broken, but yeah, it and it was, was literally just, like it was just, you had to unplug. You had to reset your TV real quick, unplug it, and plug it back in. Yeah, but I thought I I did that, but I guess I just didn't do it because I didn't plug it from I didn't unplug it from the outlet. I plugged it from the PlayStation itself. So you didn't power off the. Huh? So you didn't unplug the TV. You unplugged the HDMI cord. Correct. And I unplugged the PlayStation, but I never unplugged the TV. Right. That was my yeah. problem. Yeah. And it was funny because it was like, you come down and, I mean, you were ready. You were like, I'm going to have to fucking take it back. You know? Imagine how fucking embarrassing that would be. Yeah, I, I bought the warranty for it. So if I just said, hey, like, it's not working. Like, I just, I, I want to swap it out. Yep. They probably wouldn't have and said nothing. Go, and they go, we don't have another one. Do you want a refund? And you go, No. I'd say no. I'd say I'd probably, I'd probably get it fixed. I'll take it somewhere. Yeah. You just send it into Sony. And then you send it to Sony and they go, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It powered right up. And you're like, what? What? <laughs> all this so, time. All I, say, I was like, what, what's it giving you? And I like looked up the problem and everything. The guy gave us a lot of solutions. I'm like, I mean, I guess we can try all these. And then the fucking first comment was, anytime this happens, it's my TV and I just unplug it and replug it and it works fine. And you described the problem as there's just a solid white light on the front. Mm. And I looked at my PlayStation and sure as shit, when it's just running, it's just a solid white light. And I went, does it look like that? And you went, yeah. And I went, your fucking PlayStation's fine. It's your TV. And you do I got to get a new TV? <laughs> and I go, no, follow me. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> just Fuck. follow me. And I go, but I go, unplug the TV. Yeah. And I go, unplug the, the PlayStation just for, you know, shits safeties. and gigs. Yeah, shits and gigs, safeties, you know, kicks kicks and, you know, whatever. And you're like, okay. You do, and you plug it back in. And, like, you push, you know, you turn on the TV, and it's like, PlayStation 5 and you're like 
That doesn't make any sense. I thought the PlayStation was in HDMI 1, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So now he's been putting it on the wrong HDMI, and it wasn't even... Oh, fuck. Right, hey, Lord, listen, help me. a lot happened that day. <laughs> yeah, right? I, was, I wasn't in a solid space. That all, yeah. That, say you fucking... I was just, overwhelmed. Just I started go, right up. Yeah. I had to buy the PlayStation 5, and I had to go to work that day. Like, I almost called off. I straight up told you, I was like, all right, you got to lay the groundwork now. <laughs> go to work, call The often. second I stepped outside of Best Buy... <laughs> <laughs> just all of a sudden I'm coming down with something <laughs> I got a fever <laughs> but I wasn't going to leave that PlayStation 5 in my car so like I'm waddling into work with this thing in my hand and I was like can I put this in your office she's like why not put it in the break room I was like I will not be taking my eye off this yep. like I will be doing rounds for the rest of the yep. day making sure that she's still that there. is still there yep. she's like yeah sure you know, thankfully but <laughs> I post yeah. on my snap story and, uh, and she's on you know yeah. my boss follows me so she, I, I called off she what is it the the scene from Rick and Morty? It's yeah. Barack Obama's like, you lying ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got your ass on satellite. But uh, yeah, all that to say that yeah, it powered right on mm-hmm. and came up in a foreign language as the default, and it was like some Slavic language. Yeah, and we're like, what the fuck? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Wait, I don't know. But yeah, but so needless kinda, to say, I just got a giggle out of. And Morgan was just kind of like, go help him. <laughs> like, well, go go help him. And I was like, oh, I got it. <laughs> But we got it all working. That's thank, all that matters. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so again, we want to thank you guys so much for your attention and support. If you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a great review. Tell your friends about us. Share us on social media. We actually got a really nice uh, mention on Facebook. Uh, let me pull that up here. We send too much in the group chat. So yeah, somebody on Facebook says, at work, I have the freedom of listening to music, books, and uh, catching up on my favorite podcasts. And I have to make a shout out to the Simply Wall podcast for making five hours of warehouse work a lot more enjoyable with their show. If you love pop culture like I do, their take on the latest news, shows, movies, comics, and more is a breath of fresh air, and the host and co-host have wonderful chemistry. I literally laughed out loud quite a few times, probably looking like the Joker in the picking tower abruptly passing someone and letting out a series of cackles, but oh well. So if you have some time to check them out, I would. They're conveniently on Spotify, where I listen to podcasts, but they're on other platforms as well. You'd think we paid that person, but we didn't. Much appreciated. Yeah. Thank you so much. That means a lot, actually. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so just something like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have to be that that sweet, but it can. You know what really gets my dick hard? <laughs> that. That. That right there. Oh, should I read that mean email to me? Yes. Yes, I think you should. Right. We, got a, we got our first hate mail. Yeah. Yeah, I've been asking for it. Somebody was a little too passionate for my taste. I was like, all right, this is coming off as like... Neck beardy? Yeah, this is coming off as... Do I need to be looking over my shoulder? Like, is somebody trying to find my IP, you know? (laughs) So, Chris Collins, which I'm thinking is a a fake name, Mm, says, the subject line is all caps, Colin, you fucker. I was like, I gotta see what this is. You know what I mean? I was like, I get the, like, Gmail notifications on my watch, you know? And I just look down and it just says, Colin, you fucker. And I'm like, what the... I better I check this I don't out. We're signing up for anything like this. What is this? You know, I open it up and it just says, So, you're going to sit there and tell me Avatar wasn't impactful? Mm. A James Cameron film wasn't impactful? Mm. You're fucking high. Mm. The technology that James Cameron developed will revolutionize underwater filmmaking. The amount of money and time dumped into this franchise is ludicrous for it to not be successful or impactful. I understand your sentiment, but I very much disagree. Since they did the re-release with updated visuals, it will be something huge in a few years' time. 
I mean, even Disney has built dedicated places in their theme parks for it. If you keep up this blasphemy, I shall have to challenge you to a duel of fisticuffs. I'll make ye sleep with the fishes, you rat bastard. <laughs> Needless to say, I am excited and I'm glad others are too. Shame on you, Colin, for shame. Uh, I'm just going to throw some at you here. Money does not mean success, even in Disneyland. All right, baby? Mm, I don't know. John I think... Carter of Mars is one of the largest flops of all time. $200 million budget, right? This ain't, Fucking... this ain't John Carter. No, no, it ain't. It's, it's Avatar. Avatar. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's Avatar. Exactly. Uh, like Avatar has not had impact. On you. Yo, hold on. I saved an article. I literally was scrolling mm. on the Hollywood Reporter, mm. and it was like, the article was <laughs> how Avatar has had no impact on culture. And I was like, have they been fucking listening to me? <laughs> but yeah, so I'll have to send that to you so you can fucking educate yourself. Mm. Avatar, the most successful film with zero cultural impact. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. What's, going What's going on here? here? But no, so yeah, you can send us some 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 shit like that, I guess, if you want. Mm-hmm. At least it's entertaining. Not to me. Uh, I will cry. Yeah, Chris <laughs> didn't have fortitude sen- for I it. I am very sensitive. <laughs> he I will didn't cry. have the confidence. Uh, I but am. No. I am baby. <laughs> so yeah, Facebook, you know, all that good stuff. What's our what's our tags? And yeah, all that? you can always you know reach out to us or take a look at us on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Simply Whelmed Podcast. You can always take a look at our Twitter handle, which is Whelmed underscore Simply, and of course you can take uh, you know send us hate mail, good <laughs> mail, uh, you know follow our, our, our the good church, the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which what did we come, what was the name the, for it? We came up with church. It was I don't remember, but we could, we didn't call it a cult. No. As I said, cults no. are illegal. Right. Churches get <laughs> don't pay taxes. Churches spread the truth. Yeah, um, educate you. Yeah, but the good word of the yeah. the simply the, the well the gospel. Whelmed, yeah, um, yeah. You can always let us know at simplywellmailbag at gmail dot com. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna say I don't appreciate it, but putting profane language in all caps in the subject line did grab my attention it got you i had to read it at work i was like what the hell yeah calling you fucker i was like well i better check this out see who i made mad and then when it was about avatar i was like oh i know who this guy was you know or at least the type of person you know what i mean i had let's just say sounds like a genius to me let's just say i could picture the person you know what i'm saying (laughs) sounds like a genius to me he makes or she makes complete and utter sense (laughs) next week uh, i'm excited we get to talk about glass onion yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. comes out Wednesday. We, are we Wednesday? Are we gonna go see it Wednesday? So I don't know if we'll get to catch it in theaters or not, but it's on Netflix. Oh, word, 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 word. Yeah. So because it is playing in theaters, but I think only select theaters like Netflix typically does, so they can qualify for Oscars and shit. Word. But yeah, definitely gonna watch that on on Netflix. Yeah. And then talk about that next week. So. For show, for show, for show, for show, <laughs> for show, for show. That's the end of the episode, Chris. Tell me bye. Bye. Bye.